Hey, this is Brenda the Bender. And this is Roy Dog Shaw. Welcome back to Brooklyn Chicks. Hey, hey. So, you know, Brenda and I made a commitment. I'm sure everybody's been, this whole thing has been buzzing about, look at this documentary when they see us. I have to say, we haven't committed very well because we're not finished. Um, I could have finished, but you told me you didn't you have finished? time. You finished? Wait I a second. I could have finished. Wait a second. Let's, I stop, let's, let's talk the, the presses page. right here. I want us to be on the same page here at the same time. Here we go with this. She did not say Anyways, that when we did not finish. Because you were not, you didn't have the ability to finish. I knew. I knew your commitment was not real. My commitment was real. Anyway, I just ran out of time. <laughs> okay. And it was a lot of sadness to see it together. It you was. You don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about the new Netflix special by uh, Ava, Ava DuVernay. DuVernay. Yeah. Almost like Duvet. Come on. <laughs> um, Ava DuVernay. Um, when they see That's us, black which author. is the story of the Central Park Five, and this happened when in 1989, Nine. I was being six years old. <laughs> <laughs> I was alive at that time, and you were alive. Six. You were six. I was six. I was slightly actually older five than six. going on six. So I was slightly older than six. You know, I must. <laughs> you know, I must say. Um, Wait, a couple of years back. My ages. My ages. Yeah, my age. How much ages you have? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lie. In 1989, I was 12 when okay. this happened. Um, I must say, oh, I saw like a document. That. I'm sorry, I was nine. Yo, what is, what's your problem here today? Math much? <laughs> anyway. That sounds like a better story. Um, so I had seen um, a, a separate documentary, not by Ava DuVernay, someone totally different. But what they did was they interviewed the Central Park Fives, basically life after they came out of jail and what their life has been. And that was even sad for me to watch. And that was a couple of years ago. So now to see in detail, I must say the first two series, they call them, because then they broke it up into four. Um... Ben and I committed to watching the first two, and I must say the first one out of the two was a little bit more difficult for you to watch. Yeah, I just because you saw these kids' innocence and you know how they were prior to getting you know picked up by the coppers and how they did it. They saw any black kid was like, "Hey, come here, how old are you?" It was just. So you know, my son saw this before me. Um, They showed it at his school, and they emailed us asking us, or they sent us a message home saying that if we did not want our children to see it, that we should call the school so they would be excluded from the viewing. But then my plan was to watch it over with my children. Anyway, my daughter was totally opposed to it. Oh, this is so sad. I'm like, no, life is sad, okay? (laughs) That's what this is. It's life, real life. But that being said, we watched it, you know, to Shaw's point, it was very difficult watching the Central Park Five and how the story happened. I think the worst thing to me was the one that went to jail, went to went to the police car with his friend because he knew his mother would be upset if he sent him alone. Correct. So And he ended up leaving him end, at the at the precinct. And that was the one that ended up getting charged as an adult. An adult. That was pretty sad. So it was very manipulative of the police. Oh my gosh. It was just so sad that these people had a total disregard for these black men's lives. Like they were nothing. And just to see how is it the prosecutor? Because mm-hmm. Galligan is a person that actually was, you know, um, she actually saw the case through and kind of um was in the courtroom. But the lady behind it, what, what do they call her? The DA? Mm-hmm. It was just so horrible to see how she pushed for this and it was just like no rhyme or reason. It was just who cares? We have to find somebody just to I don't know if it was just to have a name for herself as a great DA. I don't know, but it was mm-hmm. very sad. Um, and it's to see how uneducated 
a lot of these parents were at the time just about this whole um, process. Mm -hmm. And the worst thing I think um, that I saw that I witnessed was Antron's father who he told his father, I did not do this. Because they were threatening his job. Yeah, he Mm -hmm. was like, you're going to say you did this. And it was just like, wow. You know what I mean? Like for a father to say, listen, lie, say you raped somebody. That was really heartbreaking. And you saw how he didn't even support him through like most of the trial. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that was sad too. And of course, probably because he's dealing with his own demons for having his son lie about raping someone. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, again, I have to say that guy that played Antron's father, who also has another name from Wire. The Wire, mm-hmm, with the thing on his face. He's, he's a Brooklyn Knight. I, Shout I out to guy. him. I love that. Is his name like Michael Williams or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I know he got that scar right in Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> he did in a bar. And then to find out recently that Michael Sheehan, Mike Sheehan, dies at seventy one, like a week after this. And whole we thing used to released. see this guy on the news yes. all the time. Who knew he was the racist cop Correct. that did this to the What was he on Fox Five? five? That's the question. Was he, he on was, Fox Five? You he see? was on Fox well, Five. That's no surprise there. You but, know. You know. We won't talk about the details of the show until we finish watching the all four parts. But we'll, you know, we'll reconvene next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, just you know, even though this happened a long time ago. We're still, this is still happening today. Absolutely. It's It's called being black in America, folks. And, you know, talking about being black in America, there's another guy recently that they came out with Suffolk County. This is, you know, neighboring, um, I guess, town next to Brooklyn or Queens, Long Island, Suffolk County. It was just to be honest. Suffolk? How do you pronounce it? Suffolk County. Suffolk. Suffolk County. Yikes. You know, I took a cop test a long time ago to be a cop in Really? Yeah, I did. Because they pay very high. They start off. Their pay starts off higher than New York city cops. Let's be honest. What are these guys doing? <laughs> Killing blacks. <laughs> yeah, I mean that too. <laughs> but other than that, they do nothing else. <laughs> you know. And giving tickets for parking wrong. Oh yeah, I got a ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it. But anyways, it's another guy for parking on my block. Sickos. Was it by a uh, Suffolk? County police officer? No, come on. It was like, get up by NYPD. Right. That's what I said. They gave me a ticket for parking by my house. Right, come on. Uh, but anyways, Keith Bush, another a black man who recently got you know released from prison. They, they came to the conclusion that he was wrongfully convicted of a 1975 murder. So that's another thing. Oh, I mean, that was so sad. He kept saying that he was innocent. The yeah, whole time. he he remained saying that he was innocent. You know, he was not um, going to say he or oh, admit to something that he didn't do. And they found out that um, through DNA, through DNA, they said that so, the, hey, this DNA is life. <laughs> it's like you want them to have your DNA, but you don't want them to have your I know. DNA. Because then they might pin a crime on you. I found your DNA. Correct. Like how they used to throw drug bags. Is that your bag of weed on the floor? <laughs> is that your money for the floor? But um, they said that these, that the cops definitely ignored valid evidence on another person. So do they get any money yet or they have to sue now? Yeah, they have to sue. They have to sue. That would be the only way. I mean, let's be honest. For Central Park Five, for this guy, Keith Bush, there is no money in the world. And all these other guys who's been wrongfully, there's no money in the world that can make it for it. And I guess Mm-mm. as you see how Central Park Five, when they see us unfolds, you'll see that. Because I think they go into details of what happens to them while they're in prison. Check so. this out on Netflix. Everyone should have a Netflix account? password. You see how I just said? Not an account. Because <laughs> no one has their own <laughs> Netflix account. Yeah, everyone's using someone else's Netflix password. Uh. But then also, too, what about Galligan? You said the Galligan, the prosecutor, came back with like a rebuttal or yeah, something. Yeah, she did a whole with Wall Street op-ed Journal? in Wall Street Journal basically saying that the whole thing was, you know, a farce. 
But again, we'll talk about that. Well, she didn't really go into parts, but she did mention that they left out some things that they were in the park harassing people. Yeah, they probably went to park harassing people, but it wasn't uh, it, it wasn't just to, to let them serve all these days in prison for a rape and tarnish these kids' names. Let's mm. be honest. So, I mean, she did not um, deny a lot of the things, but she just, you know, basically said this, the little bit of information that certain things were a bit off. Okay, whatever. Bottom line is, you're a racist bastard, and not everybody knows it. And then this thing, like, lose a book deal or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was writing mystery books. Mm. Police mystery books. So now, she lost that. Get out of here. I have to say, though, the kids they picked to play the people, they really took some time to get people to look like the actual Central Park Park Five. Five. Wow. Don't you think? I mean, I didn't see how they look um, I didn't see how they look now or, you know, how they'll look in the future episodes. I didn't get to see that mm-hmm. part, so I'm not sure. Um, but what I did get to see is, did you see that, I think it was a post, like this girl. So these are two black individuals. Is the girl black? I think she is black. But they have a baby in the hospital. This, this post came up or whatever on one of our feeds, Instagram, something like that. But anyways, she, her baby, she just finished having birth. And she says to the baby, wow, you know, I wish you would have had pretty eyes. Now, this female, she has green eyes, right, mm. allegedly? But she said her eyes were green when she was small. Yeah, her eyes was green when it was small. Like people so, used to walk up to... Okay, anyway. Yes, yeah, people used to walk up to her mother and say, oh my God, your daughter has such pretty eyes, only to her. So she said her other siblings had like regular brown eyes, I guess. So she said this on camera, I guess she posted this video where she had her baby and she first mentioned this, and she got backlash for it, like, what do you mean pretty eyes? You know, basically, colorism issues. So then I guess she felt like she needed to explain to her followers or people around that she didn't mean it in that way. Where she used to be around, people always used to say she had the pretty eyes because she had the green eyes and that's how she meant it, blah, blah, blah. But it just goes to show, at such a young age, this poor child already experiencing colorism issues. And it was also... Her father's a a very dark African-American, so... Well, what, what is that? And mean? they also did uh, another post after that explaining, you know, she went into this whole thing to explain what she meant by pretty eyes, which just really made it worse. <laughs> and then after she did the explanation of the pretty eyes, the next thing that happened was she, um, they, they fake vandalized their car so that people would have pity on it and the person wrote colorism on the car. Well, she wrote well, colors and she picked this. What? You didn't give me that update. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened. <laughs> so I mean, it's moving on to the next. No, topic. actually, we're not moving on to the next topic because she knows where I'm going with this. FYI, I just want to say, Benda, although she does not want to admit it, her life, her life experiences, has allowed her to have colorism issues. First of all, like I told you, she always calls people black, and when she says black, she says it like that. Typical Caribbean colorism stuff. But the other day, you know, I purchased a dress to go to a wedding. And it was a nice, vibrant color of orange. And I said, wow. I think the dress came back out in like a black. I think that we saw it in a black after that. And then I said, oh, what do you think I should get the the orange or the black? And she was like, oh, maybe the black is better. I need to see how the orange looks on your skin color. I mean, Tell, let me tell you something. If oh, that's not colorism, so is that issues, colorism? It well, is. let's be realistic here. We have a very, you know, a friend, mutual friend who is very light. She tells her all the time, "Oh, don't wear white. You know, you're gonna fade into the wall. Don't wear yellow. You know, we won't be able to see you." Oh, now she's saying with a questioning face. You don't know that you say those things. 
Excuse you me. You do. That is this two is different the things. Same that thing is that different. The whites say about you, black people. <laughs> you all want to say See, you all it's, it's black it's racism. People. Black when, like my country, like, like no, oh, as in okay, the population of oh, us, right? Okay, okay. It's racism. But when do, is when it's, it's racism when they're doing it, but we can't be racist, right? First of all, this person. When we all talk about white people, like old white people get old, but I was mad. Man, they look mad old. First of all, they when we speak to this mutual friend, we are it's pretty much kicks, jokes. Oh, but when she said that, I mean, she, was she was so dead serious. She was dead serious. Every color looks good She's against your skin. Absolutely. No, black. I don't see that. What does it look good on me? Oh, on there me? we go. Is this more of an ego <laughs> issue or is it a colorism issue? Anyways, you decide. Whatever. Anyways. Thank you, podcast family. And now she wants to stop talking about no, it. No, because right? now you're talking nonsense. Now. You want to accept the fact that you have colorism issues. No, now it's, it's not colorism. No one is judging it's all about you. her pride. No one is judging you. No, if a pride is going me, before fall. I'm. I'm, I'm when you start this screaming ridiculous, I'm not going to continue this conversation. Topic. Thank you. Anyways, uh, something else that's sad. So I know you guys heard that T that Ti's sister had passed away. R I P S I P. And I believe T R S I P R N S I P. That's what I'm gonna say. Are you done? What rest, rest and, and sleep in peace. <laughs> and um, TMZ had. Um, no, I mean, rest no sleep in peace. Are you Are you done? <laughs> are you really done this time? Anyways. Um, TMZ had definitely spoke about um, his sister passing away and that she was on drugs, drugs. And they named the drug, right? Did they? What drug was it? Cocaine. Yeah, it was. Yikes! And so Ti was very, very upset that they released the reason why his sister passed away. And so TMZ accepted responsibility and said that what they did was absolutely wrong. Inappropriate. And inappropriate. And then they started speaking great things about her. That she was a member of the church. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I don't know. If if, if somebody's, if someone's sibling or someone else gets shot, don't they say this person died of a gunshot wound to Right, the right, right. They have the opportunity to get the, the autopsy report. You know, it's very unsettling, but when you're in the public eye, you have to realize that people sometimes go a little bit, I'm sorry, too far <clears throat> with information that's for the masses. You see, I told you we should be drinking alcohol you don't want to drink. I told you good drinks, but it, hello, Benda doesn't have a, uh, she can't find her, um, her bottle opener. Why am I supposed to drink if you can't open it? A wine opener. But I do have other spirits. She has Hennessy, she knows I don't drink Hennessy. about the dead. Focus. Drop a liquor for all the dead homies out there. Speaking of Ti's sister, so I mean, very sad that she passed away. However, Ti made a big thing about it, and I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel about it because, like I said, if someone died of some other ailment or something else, TMZ or whoever the news report would say how they passed away. Um, it's unfortunate, and it sounds like he's embarrassed because it's on the cocaine. But it is what it is, as you said. But you know, it's the bottom line too. You know, no one wants. Everybody wants to talk about somebody until it's all talking about them. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah. AKA Wendy Williams. <laughs> well, I tell you, Wendy Williams. You know, she's she, a hot mess. Now she's this article, they have this video of her on Instagram. Someone did like an interview of her and she's in a car with a young guy and the guy calls the the interviewer calls well, the guy Kevin. Hey, hey, Kevin. She's like, Oh, please don't say that name. That's not Kevin. At one point, that's not Kevin. And then she ends up like breaking down into tears, like at the drop of a hat, which was mad cuckoo magoo. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she flips off and shows like this little mini marina that she plans on wearing 
It was just so crazy. You know, you know how crazy it was? It just seemed like someone that still needs to be in the sober house. <laughs> Wendy Williams, let's be honest, and I, and I appreciated what she said. Like, oh, you know, um, you know, respect my privacy, whatever. She's like, well, I can't say that because I talk about people, you know, and, you know, so I, I understand. But then you just, I mean, you, you're not even divorced. You haven't even settled your cooch yet. I mean, let's be honest. She probably but wasn't getting laid people, by Kevin. You don't believe people should settle their cooch anyway. No. You believe that if someone breaks up with somebody, the first thing they should do is find a new penis. This is a break. This is not a, she's a husband. This is a whole husband. But you believe that. Yes, I do. Uh-huh. And she shouldn't be out in public with this guy. Like I said, I was about to say before you really interrupted me. Let's be honest. She's not even wow. divorced yet. However, she should be with somebody if she needs to get laid secretly. Not somebody out in the open going out with them, walking around. People can see and talking about, oh, that's not Kevin. If the guy would have said, Kevin, I would have kept my mouth shut. Why she needs to correct this guy? I don't know. But the bottom line is, let's be honest, Wendy. You still need to be in the sober house. And you're acting like a typical addict. Not done with one job before you get to the next. Get it together. Wow. But she did say she would tell people to, you know, respect her privacy. But she never respects <laughs> anyone's privacy. So... Yeah. Why should she? She's just breaking out crying like a lunatic. Anyway, speaking of lunatic, what is going on in these streets? I don't know if you guys seen this video with this Asian man. Brendan just said Chinese, but... <laughs> he was. He had a Chinese restaurant. Oh, yeah, so I guess he is. You know, I, I, I stray away from calling people, you know, Chinese you or Vietnamese. Because you, know, you just don't know what they are. Koreans. Some people say Oriental. But we call it the Chinese market, always. <laughs> Anyway, this Chinese guy, as Brenda would say, she, she's sure that he's Chinese, um, had a young black boy in his hand and had a gun pointed at him. And so I don't know if the individuals, they could not have been related to this young black boy because I know I would have flipped out if somebody had a gun pointed to somebody I knew. Mm-hmm. But he had the gun. I don't know what this kid did. Again, you know, of course you see the video posted, but you don't know if this kid, I don't know if he stole something. He probably didn't do anything. I don't know. But this guy ended up kidnapping this black boy. I think he ran to like a different store, still had his gun like waving. Mm-hmm. And they were like, why do you have this gun out? Why do you have this gun out? He takes a gun, puts it in his pocket, and I believe they apprehended him. Didn't they apprehend this guy? They did. They did. They did. He was facing mad charges for what he did. But, you know, what it was is that the black people were sitting there reasoning with him about, yeah. you know, please don't kill him, sir. Don't kill him. So, again, it leads me to why. I mean, why would they have to reason with him? What did this kid do? And why the police kept calling him a juvenile versus a young oh, teen? yes, a young teen. To act like he had a record. We see you out there, media. We sure do. Another person we see out there is Beyonce. I know the beehive will come after me if I had an Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> we do have one. It's Brooklyn Chicks. Hashtag C-H-I-X-X-S. Follow us. <laughs> but... So this um, lady, Nicole Curran, she is the wife of, I believe, the Warriors uh, team manager. Mm-hmm. And so they're all is sitting the game in the game. I think tonight is a, the, I think tonight well, is the, last, game. the last game. I was so aggravated they didn't win the last game because the Warriors barely won. If you didn't know, I'm rooting for the Raptors. But anyway. It's just like everybody was sitting in is rooting for the Raptors. Which really? Is I see weird. a lot of people more so rooting for Warriors. I'm just so annoying. Like, isn't my tired of Warriors winning? But anyways, I usually go for the underdogs. Um... So this whole thing with um, Nicole Curran, she is sitting next to Beyonce and Jay-Z is sitting next to Beyonce. So Beyonce's in the middle of Jay-Z and this young lady. Well, she ain't that young. But anyway, she leans over and according to her, she was basically like, I guess, inviting Jay-Z over to something. No, that's what she was doing. I thought she was asking him what she wanted to drink. Well, that's asking him what he wanted to drink? Regardless of what, it was a nice gesture. 
hey, what do you want to drink? You want some Henny? I don't know. Do say, I don't know what she asked. If her. I do say so myself. But she leaned over to ask her something, and you saw Beyonce's face kind of. Even if Beyonce face didn't really mean anything, maybe she didn't mean to put her facial expression, but the beehive went crazy. Ballistic, and they all started bullying her, um, death threats to her, and she posted that she had to put down, um, take down her Instagram. Yeah, she had to close her social media account. People was attacking her. And she made a comment stating, oh my God, this is what kids go through. Like, I never thought. So she's really been impacted by this. And why I'm shouting out Beyonce is, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a hive or a member of anybody. Anybody yeah, can do anything wrong. She belongs to any, no groups. <laughs> Except just, for this group. Just for black, being black. But anyways... Um, I know she's well loved, and you know I respect Beyonce for the position that she has. Um, however, I think the right thing to do would be to shut down her beehive, meaning tell them to fall back. And because her, has she said anything? A lot, no, and that's the thing about it. The you know the Carters, what they do is they usually don't fuel into rumors, and I get that. But this clearly was not a rumor. This happened, and it's happening. And I think at that moment she's to say, hey. You know, fall back because her being silent now acts like she's condoning it almost. Especially mm. being that she did have a facial expression, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they caught it. So and that's the same thing we're saying though. As a celebrity, you have to be mindful, to, mindful of everything, not correct. just some things, everything. So we'll see if she ever says anything. But if not, doubt it, <laughs> doubt it. But anyway, let's go to our next segment. As you usually know, it BBA. Maybe we should make a song for this BBA, like. Like, almost like an N.W.A. song. Yo, you should have seen. She started, like, bopping the head. Like, she was about to bust into a... <laughs> a rap. Full rap. Mm. <laughs> Please. Let's just mm. leave. We can probably pitch this idea to somebody like Kendrick Lamar. Like, you know, a conscious rapper. Yeah. yeah what do you mean? Like, being black in America. But, um... That sounds like a movie. Being black in America. There's a show called Being Black in America. What? <laughs> Maybe not. Shut your mouth. But the end of the show was something like that. But anyways, um... There was an unarmed black guy. So I don't know what happened prior to the video being filmed, but it's a video of a black man on his knees in some ritzy, probably California. Um, California knows how to party. I thought it was a little Is that the right words? Yeah. Okay. Just verifying. Let me look that up right now. Anyways. I'll do this was Compton though. But this woman, she has a whole video of recording and she's like, and they're like, listen, put your hands up. It is about 20 cops. Sorry. This is a serious Serious matter. This is serious. I'm serious. I'm sorry. I'm not drinking in a (laughs) bit. It's like 20 cops that came out of about five cars. They all came out. One person. And they had big shotguns just pointing it at this guy. And this woman is crying. Like, oh my God, please. And she's begging the young man, first of all, do not move. And they're telling him to get something. She's like, don't even move your hands. Mm -hmm. Because they're telling him to do something. Maybe reach or something like that. And she's like, do not move. Do not move. And then as the officer says, "Um, put your hands behind your back. She says, do not do it. And then she tells the cops, can you guys please just go up to him, drop your gun, walk up to him, and put him in handcuffs if you need to. But she was like in tears, crying like, please do not move. Dude, and it's someone she doesn't even know this guy. Shot, though. I mean, she doesn't even know this guy. This lady's in full but tears. This would be hysterical. You, of course as it would you be stop me. to watch the cops. Exactly. You couldn't go live because you don't have Facebook. Wow. Anyways. <laughs> I just want to, again, encourage folks. I mean, technology has its pros and cons. But when 
needed, please use it as a pro and record things like this so that the cops will be more reluctant to shoot somebody in front of anybody because that's what they're doing right and now. Let's be realistic. Everyone has a camera phone unless you have an Obama phone. So <laughs> if you don't, just use it. Be good to it. You know, we got to each one teach one. We got to take care of each other. Another video that I'm going to, um, that Ben is going to post is another video of some cops, um, uh, basically trying to apprehend this black young man. He's sitting on the floor. And this, another Good Samaritan story. This guy comes over and he's like, hey, kid, don't answer that. You don't have to answer that. You got a warrant for this kid? You have a warrant for his arrest? And so he's basically schooling the kid as well as the cops and letting the cops know, I know the, I know his rights. I know our rights. And basically told the kid, hey, get up. Just keep it moving. And told the cop, what's your badge number? Oh, what's your badge number? Okay, what police say? He got all the information. You could tell the cop was very, you know, he knew he was being videotaped and he acted accordingly. And he left. Right? And he left. And he walked walked away and left the kid there. So, so you know, b- bottom line is you must know your rights. And maybe we'll do a segment out here for police rights. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. One tip a week. That's a she's good idea. She's writing it down. One tip a No, she's not. She's just crossing it out. <laughs> One tip a week about knowing your rights. So, you know, moving on to our topic of the day, I, I've been thinking um, about... Sex, which I think about probably all oh. the time. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm thinking about How it. How often do you think you think about this? Like, are you like like every nine seconds, like a man? Like, no, no, no. Like when I wake up in the morning, I think about it first thing. Like, oh, I should be having sex. Like now, I'm up. Wow. I wake up sex, and um, I think about it when it's finished. Like, was that good? I try to do self evaluations. Is this something I could have done better? You know, you know I try to, I want to be the best me I could be. I hear you, girl. But regardless. Because you got to keep them. <laughs> so, next time I'll do it this way, you know, you just kind of flip it up. And you know, that's a hint. I think people should ask their partner, like, periodically, like, yo, is everything good in this area? Like, is there things you think I could improve on? Because I ask them, I mean, I ask my husband that on a wife basis, too, like, as a wife. Oh, do wow. I need to improve on certain things? Like, what do you think you need to see from me? So, and you that think kind of as stuff? a wife basis versus a shack it up basis versus a. Girlfriend, boyfriend. No, no, no. Basis. I'm talking about wifely duties as opposed to just oh, sex. That's what we're talking about. Do. So even in a relationship, if you're with someone for a long term, you should be having conversations in terms of what am pleases I, somebody, what doesn't. Enough? Are you enough? No. Not are you enough. Just basically, it's just something that you want to explore, like toys. Like you gotta have these conversations to know to keep it fiery, you know what I'm saying? Keep it hot. So sorry, keep I digress. But we were talking, she and I, this week, and we just asked ourselves the question. Why well, I, I thought even to myself, is there something that you must have in your life when you're having sex, or you don't feel like you had sex? You knew this topic for a while, so your confusion phase. It's not my confusion phase. It's my, you know, my thought process. So let's think about it. You know, like some people will say, "Oh, if I'm not having, if he doesn't go down on me, we didn't have sex." Or like Vibe Cartel said, every time we, I don't even know how to cuss the words, but I said, every time we fuck, my cock can get suck. Ooh, I don't know that one. <laughs> Which one is that? So I can add this to my Apple Music. <laughs> I'll get it for you. Yeah, give me, the, give me that title. But regardless, um, is there something that has to happen? And your thoughts are? I don't think so. I mean, honestly, I mean, I won't go into my personal. Please um, don't. <laughs> But I just think that um, during the act, I mean, there's time. Let's be honest here. And I don't know, women can be honest. Every every time you participate in this act, do you always come? 
They see it's a race. Who's going to get to the finish line first? I mean, of course, ask, answer that question. Is that the case? That what? Every time you are participating in the act that you... <laughs> no. So, I mean, my thing is to say absolutely, like, this didn't happen. I don't have that. I mean, I, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I just... That question just puzzles me. Puzzles you? But you there are some zones that people must touch. Like, I did have a friend that said that if she was doing this and the guy did not put his her, his breast, her breast in his mouth, she felt like there was a part missing. Like, she must have oral stimulation on her on nipples. Wow. That's very interesting. That's what she said. And so the thing about it is, if so, let's say she was with someone that didn't do that. She would just say, "I didn't." Don't do that. That's like the simple, basic premise. If someone does, oh, are you saying this is a must for you? Right I'm not now? saying it's a must, but I mean, it's there. Yeah, but some people are some not. Some people you got to pick it up from their knees, but but they're some, still there. But some people are not breast people. I mean, it's there, but they might not have full utilization of it. Wow, <laughs> that's sad. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but I mean, it's. I mean, you 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 pose this question. What is your response? Do you have like a deal breaker in terms of it? No, I don't happen? think to myself. The first time I was thinking about, it, I thought there was a deal breaker. You know, go pose it uh, to the gram on a post. Is there such a thing as a deal breaker? But I think that there are some things that we want to have happen, but you just don't want to get stuck in a repertoire. Like this has to happen, or we didn't have sex. You know, that's whack. It is. I you mean, the one thing that has to happen, your penis has to enter my vagina. Oh, we did that. Episode. Hello, <laughs> and that's clear. That's very good. Well, no, some, <laughs> some people feel like it could just be oral, and that could be it for them because they reach their climax. I mean, I don't know personally for me. Is that real and this, sex? And this is, is that real sex? What do you mean? It's just it's oral sex. It's yeah, part of the traditionally known. Yeah, but I mean, as long as you reach the O, people say that you, that you had sex. Or so. even the question maybe too, is there a position that you must hit each time you do it? Oh. I mean, I must. I want to say I must, but I do have a preferred. Like, I bahaz, bahaz, bahaz. Oh, that's Benders. Oh, I'm not saying that's true. <laughs> that's not true. Clearly, that's her. She's singing Clearly a song. That's her. <laughs> Which I did not even know they was talking about this whole time. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? Until she got the Jamaican injection. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> from Bert. <laughs> But anyways, I mean, yeah, is there a deal breaking in terms of do you determine this was a sexual act? I think um, there shouldn't be there. Yeah, you should be free. Be free. Take each experience as another one. Self-reflect. Self-reflect. And next time say, you know, I wish it would have went this way versus that way. Or, you know, you may have to say things like, man, next time I'm going to have to be faster. Because this guy is quick. (laughs) (laughs) Quick shot. But then again, you know, and really encouraging people to communicate after the act. I and mean, we talked about this. It's very important. And I don't mean like immediately after, like, okay, we're done. Let's talk about it. I'm yeah, like, yeah, that's kind of. Because yeah. if it was done right, you should be passed out. Hello. <laughs> Let's make love until we pass out. Till we pass out. <laughs> really? That wine is just <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> I love that song. It's so true. This is a new favorite person in the universe, Blacks. No, he's not a favorite person, but I mean, this guy got a couple of hits, man. I, yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks really... to Ojo. Shout out Ojo that has opened her eyes to The Black. Breakfast Series. I mean, all you Korean people, even the non-Korean people, check out Ojo Breakfast Series. I mean, it gives you a real zhuzh in the morning. And it's and... about, you know, these are old ones that we're rewatching on YouTube, 
But this is what they do in Trinidad when Carnival is about to buzz. They drop these and you get to see all of the artists and the songs that they are bringing up for the season, plus previous songs. This is how I fell in love with Bungie Garland. Hashtag Bungie oh, Garland. love Bungie Garland. But back to the topic at hand. You know, do some reflection and say to yourself, you know, when you did this, and we, I think we talked about this before, when you did this, I did not like it. Correct. Right? But when you did this, I did like it, so I want you to do more of it. Or should you say, being that you didn't do this, I don't feel like we had sex. Oh, yeah. Wow. But then again, what are those things? But there's some people that say, listen, every time they they participate in the act, they need to reach the O. Yeah. Well, d- isn't that the end result? I mean, that is, but is that, is that the realistic result? Let's be clear here. Isn't that the result that you want? Maybe to I have an issue. I think we should talk about... Um, we Did should... I ever get the O? No, I, I mean, I'm not questioning that. The O? <laughs> I'm not questioning that. But I am questioning um, if it's easier for some to reach the O and harder for oh, others. Oh, well, we to... know the answer to that is yes. Yeah, but, but, but some people look at you like why crazy. Why is it easier? I guess why is more so. Because then, you know, me and my cousin was having a conversation. She's like, what? You don't come every time this happens. You don't come every time. Or I'm like, no, it's like a bonus for me. It's just a bonus. A bonus. I don't think you would call it a bonus because you said you could do without it. A bonus is something you want. It's like the extra five no. points on the test. Well, no, but it does That's good. That's a bonus. But it does good, though. It does. I mean, what I'm saying is that if... I don't want to get graphic, but if you need to get somewhere quicker... Speaking to the mic. <laughs> let's say you're very dry down there. I don't know. I don't have that problem. But I'm just saying, let's say you're not as... Waste as you should be, and and some you know, and your partner goes down, and you it helps the situation. It's like great, we're here in two seconds as opposed to five minutes. So it's like a little bonus. I mean, maybe not like an appetizer. I don't know. It's a it's a snack. <laughs> but yes, so um yeah, so she's like, oh my god, you don't come with this. I'm like, that doesn't really do it for me. And she's like shocked. I'm like, well, maybe that's you. I'm sorry. Have I been struck? By the I don't know. Have I not been struck by the old gods? Maybe that's what it is. Mm, but I know Maybe another being girl punished. that will only have an O for oral, but not during regular sex. Ever. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. That was her only way that she got her rocks off. See, so why do they say the rocks off? I don't know. I don't know. But, but anyway. stay tuned. We'll elaborate on that more and have a more detailed um, session on that. I think that's really interesting. Maybe I'll learn some additional things. I don't know. Hit it. Oh, there's always the greatest way to have the O, the G spot. <laughs> we talked about that. They taught us about it in class. That I know about. Tap it. Anyways. Tap it and lose a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um... So Hollywood Unlock posed this um quiz that we'll post on repost, right? On Instagram, which was Are you a picky eater? What's your number? Can you can you just give a brief overview of not of what the things were, but can you say how many items were on this particular list? In the meantime, I'll tell you my list. My number was five. There was five things from this list of it seemed like it's about sixty. I don't know, Benda would give us a um a number after she finished counting. But I had five things from this list that I will not eat. Just five. Just five? Yeah. Five was my number. Oh my gosh. And you know, beets was one of them because I can't stand beets, even though I need beets. I cannot stand it. Uh, my husband's now starting to kind of like blend it into smoothies to kind of give me a little beets intake, but I'm not really feeling the beets. I'm just not feeling it. You know, today somebody made me a smoothie, and you know, I hate smoothies. And then he was like, it was good, right? And I was like, you, you no. Ate, you ate the whole thing. You drank the no. whole thing. Oh. I poured half into one person's glass that was sitting next to me, and I poured half into the other person's glass. Oh, well, you didn't drink it. 
But I tasted it, and I could taste the banana blended. <laughs> Can't stand in there. banana, Bruce. So no thanks. Um, Bender, I mean, I call her a picky eater all the time. Sixty she, things. So so it's sixty. See, yeah, I'm great with the you know overview with the eyes counting. Mm-hmm. Math is my. But thing. I'm not that bad off. So out of the sixty, what did you have, Benda? Thirteen. She had thirteen things that she will not. And even some of them were a little sketchy because she'll she'll only have milk in cereal. She won't drink milk. There's a few things that I was like, come on, sis. I'm a I'm a pescatarian, but I don't eat tofu. Oh, I don't like tofu either. That was one of my part of my five. I Eggs, just don't see the point of it. I don't eat that. And the majority of people Did you say yes to liver? That was one of my nose. You know though. Oh, that's I would not. Just the fact that it's called liver. You had like liver and onions. I I'm fine with blue jeans. I'm fine with those things. In my salads, you know. Mm-mm. Stinks. But anyway, I'm going to put this on for you guys to choose and tell us what your number is. I know who should check it out. My sister. I ain't going to call no names because I got three of them. But you know who you are. Yeah. Check it out. I've you text me you. your number. That's all I got to say. I've heard about you, sis. Yeah. Uh, you know. Anyways, we have to get some shout outs. So, shout out. I don't know if you guys saw it, but they are renaming St. James Place. Um... And this is where Biggie Smalls, Biggie, Mm-mm, used to live. Mm-mm, They're mm-mm, renaming mm-mm. it Christopher Wallace Way. And on the is day... Is that what I, name it? Yes, it is. I thought they were calling it Notorious Big Wallace Way. Excuse me? That's what I thought I saw. I mean, maybe that's how the Notorious part, but I saw right, Wallace Way. I mean, potato, probably. potato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Outside of this, putting up this sign. I think it was right there on the corner of Fulton and St. James in my... <laughs> My salon is. But outside was little Kim, Biggie's mother. I think it was Mace or no little I think it was Little C's that was next to um No time. Sorry, not Mace. Little C's was next to uh Little Kim. Little Kim was looking like a hot I mean she's looked like a hot mess for a long time, but it's getting worse. Not belly. But anyways, um I had someone that was very upset with the fact I mean this person used to live on St. James Place a long time ago, but they were very upset they were renaming it um Christopher Wallace or Notorious Biggie Way because they felt like he slang drugs on that same street. Yeah, I mean, come on. He turned it around, folks. He moved out of the projects. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, you know very well who you are. Next shout out goes to Denzel Washington, who received the AFI Lifetime Achievement Award, and I have to tell you, which is the American Film Institute. Um, and while he was there. He gave the award, he, he honored it to his wife, dedicated. Pauletta, dedicated, right? To his wife, Pauletta. They've been together for 40 years, 40 years of sacrifice, 40 years of forgiveness. She taught me about faith, spirituality, love, saying, real like love, unwavering love, in spite of myself. I would not be alive without Pauletta Washington. I would not survive. So they've been married for 35 years, together for 40. You don't really see this. You know, you see it often, but... And celebrities, not so much. Very so, true. Hashtag Yay Denzel and Pauletta. Keep up the good work. Hashtag Black Love. You know, Denzel's a fine brother. Fine. And I don't know if he's been selling his feet in different ways, but if he has, he's done it with class. <laughs> and I appreciate that. <laughs> well <laughs> Um What not? Talking about class. <laughs> the body life? con dress, folks. I want to talk to you about the body con. My friends, the body con dress is not like the 14th Amendment. And for those of you that don't know what that is, equal rights to all. It's not. Body con was not created for everybody type. 
Let's talk about the ones it was not created for. Go. Big bellies. Y'all tuck in your belly. You know, the thing about it is, and I love bodycon dresses. I don't own a lot. I, I think I own about two. Come on, you're tin. Anyways, mm-hmm. but bodycon dresses, yes, I understand that it does give you, it sucks you in a little bit because of the material. But you better put it in a faja. But it can't create miracles, and you cannot wear a faja with bodycon dresses. That's Ooh, the problem. Wait. That's something. <laughs> Not a full faja. But you know like, that's I'm to sure, show you I don't have a bodycon. Like, you should, well, you sh- and you should not wear because this is body conditions is for people who have a decent shape. Let's say decent. Well, I have a great shape. So, well, then wear, wear, wear body con. But sometimes it doesn't know that. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> but again, all, if you have a belly that's like touching your knees, don't think that a body con is going to pick that up and suck it in. No way. You know, it's, and it's if a you have miracle. five rolls in the back, it's going to show through the body con. <laughs> You know, I'm glad we're moving into the summer, and next week we are going to have some tips on things what not to, to wear for the summer. I just want to talk to you about these things, you know? And, you know, the number one rule is, even though they make it in your size, it doesn't mean it was made for you to wear. But regardless, back to body kind. If you don't have a smooth finish, please. And also, cottage it. cheese butts. We can see them through the body con, oh and it God. does not look good. God, it's cheese butts. Damn, that's harsh. Well, what do we call it? Cellulite butts? <laughs> Anyways. I don't know. Just the bottom line, it's a whatnot. So, one last shout out that I, you know, we'll call this Caribbean corner. Um, last night in Coney Island, everyone knows the island of Coney. Um, Kess was there. Kess and I doubled up yet. So, Kess had a whole concert, a whole free concert. You know, hashtag... Coney Island for offering this through their summer stage. Really good stuff. At the Ford Amphitheater. But I will say to them, major points deducted for your lack of responsibility during this trying time. The you. line was just a hot mess. People were cutting, bumping people off the way. And, and then the citizens that tried to be respectful did not make it in. I mean... Sad. It was just very unfair sad. and sad, you know? But, but the I- concert itself... I did with good people. I'm not gonna lie, I was very disappointed in Kess when I went to Better Rock in Trinidad. I was like, what the hell is he doing? Like he started doing like a whole reggae segment. I was like, yo, dude, you got did mad last songs. Also, he did sing coffee. Oh, well, I mean he did it, but I suppose the ending. But this Tell time me. he went straight full into all his songs. <laughs> and they looped in very well. Of course, you know, um Kess always comes with an energy that is so infectious. So it's just like everybody in the crowd was like, You saw the crowd like jumping up, like it was so live. <sighs> That is my light-skinned husband. And I'm so proud of him. I'm so glad I was able to, you know, just be there. Just be there. So that's our show for today. Um, Check us out. And look for us next week. On iTunes and SoundCloud. I mean, if you're listening to us, you're already checking us out. But the problem is, you're not telling other people to check us out. You know what I'm saying? Hello. Later. Later.